I'm your host, Dalton Thieneman. A major congratulations to all of the winners of the Cracked Rackets t-shirt giveaway last week. Uh, we are currently in the process of shipping those shirts to you, so look out for those in the mail the next couple of days. And thanks again for your support and participating in the giveaway. Um, for those of you who haven't already, be sure to sign up for the weekly Slice newsletter at CrackedRackets.com. As many of you already know, we announced the acquisition of the Great Shot podcast this week. Uh, we can't tell you enough how excited we are to bring on a new podcast and perspective to you all. And more importantly, the guys from the Great Shot pod, Alex Gruskin, your host, co-host Max Rothman, and producer and music composer Max Fliegner. Um, so that will be dropping next Wednesday, so be sure to look out for that and go subscribe to the Great Shot podcast at iTunes. Uh, you're really going to enjoy the new podcast and the perspective that these guys bring. You know, they're going to have a lot of hot takes of the ATP tour and the banterous style, so it's going to be a fun one, so make sure to check out that. Until then, this edition of the Cracked Interviews is going to be another great one for you all. We have Kalamazoo Silver Ball winner and 2019 Blue Chip prospect Stefan Dosinich on the pod. Stefan and I cover his Summer 17 schedule and success and his junior career thus far and also what he expects from the collegiate recruiting process that is coming up this next year since he's a junior. I know he's got uh, Stanford, USC, UCLA atop his list right now, so you're definitely going to like this one, Crack fans. Enjoy my conversation with Stefan. The fun is that now and not a friends of anything. Go take on a kill, anyone I feel so powerful. They chip at you and bring your skin up, everything is confusing. You will be good, but you will be more. You will be good, but you will be more. You will be good, but you will be more. Alone every day, it is a praise of pleasure. Welcome, Cracked fans. Tonight, we've got Stefan Dostinich from California. He is the silver ball winner at the 16s Nationals out of Kalamazoo and a upcoming five-star prospect in the junior class for the class of 2019. So, Stefan, thank you for coming out tonight. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so, tell me a little bit about uh, yourself and how you originally got into tennis. Um, well, my dad was always a big fan of tennis. And my sister, she's older than me, started playing tennis at a young age. And I'd, I'd always go to every single one of her practices. So I was always jealous how she got to play tennis and I wasn't. So my parents just decided to sign me up for tennis. And at what age was that? About four and five. Okay. And is, is she your only sibling or do you have any other, any other siblings? Yeah, she's my only sibling. Okay. So when did it all click for you? Did you know, uh, was there a certain point in your tennis career where you knew you were an elite level tennis player, like a tourney, tourney win or anything like that? Um, well, when I was, I was always top in my age division, I was always playing like about a year up to two years. And I think when I won the 12 
Southern California sectionals when I was 11 years old. I think that's when I knew that I really wanted to step it up and start practicing more. Sure. And and so um, you're from um, Irvine, California, correct? Yes. And and what club do you primarily uh, train out out there? Uh, the Woodbridge Club is Brimer Lewis Academy. Okay. Are there any other juniors that you train with out there? Yeah, I train with Gage Brimer every once in a while with Aditya Gupta and Connor Hans. Nice, nice. So are you in school or do you do online schooling? Because I know that's that's a big... Um, yeah, you know, um, I go to a public high school, Woodbridge High School. Okay. How does that work with your tennis schedule? Because you're on the road quite a bit, right? Yeah. Um, well, I take zero period for my classes. So I get about 1230, so I'm able to train every day for a couple of hours. And they're they're not very lenient. I try to not miss as many days as I can. Like, I try to minimize the number of tournaments I have to travel to. But they, they don't really mind when I have to, I have to. Yeah. You know, obviously you had a pretty impressive outing at the Easter Bowl this year in April. Talk us through the summer schedule. Like, what, what tournaments did you play? Uh, were you out of town every weekend, or, or how did that work? Uh, I really didn't play any tournaments. I took about a month off. I went to Spain and France and also Serbia where I was visiting family. And then I came back, and I worked with Chuck Brimer. We worked about seven hours a day for about a month and a half getting ready for Kalamazoo. Is Chuck Brimer your coach out there? Yeah, Chuck Brimer and Chris Lewis. I, I skipped intersectionals and also the 18th national team and also play course just to get ready for Kalamazoo. And obviously it worked out, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it took a lot of dedication. I mean, I was working seven hours a day running three miles every day, and it was a lot of hard work, but it paid off. I'm sure. I'm sure. So talk us through your routine. You you used about a month and a half to prepare for Kalamazoo. Was it mostly conditioning? Was it mostly on court or was it a little bit of both? A little bit of both. I'd wake up at about 7.30, go to practice, 8.30 to 12, then have about a two-hour lunch break, come back at 2.30 and work till 6. And in between the 12 and 2.30, I'd run three miles every day. And that's like consecutive, like you would just gun no, it. Like that was every day, and on the weekends we just did three hours every day on the weekend. So it was a little bit of break on the weekend. So you know, seven hours a day throughout the week. What type of drills was it? Match play? Were you working on a specific area of your game, your forehand, your backhand, or was it? It was mostly drills. I'd say forehand and backhand. A lot on consistency and um, making sure I could last those long rallies. And so you're probably working on your footwork a lot in that area as well, right? Yeah, so there a lot. So, you know, throughout those seven-hour-a-day sessions, who were you primarily hitting with? Were you just on court with your coach, or did you have hitting partners? Or No, I was working with Gage a lot, with Aditya Gupta, Connor Hans was going a lot, and Ollie Amiri. So talk us a little bit through your approach coming into Kalamazoo. I know you put in clearly a lot of time, uh, seven-hour days and then three hours on the weekend. Were you pretty confident going into the tournament? Yeah, of course. I, I had high hopes, but I knew I had to be on top of my game to make sure I could beat my opponents because I knew every single match was going to be a hard one. 
Yeah. At what point in the tournament did you know that, you know, you had a good shot at, at getting to the finals and, and winning the silver ball? What was the, uh, I wasn't, wasn't really confident. I'd say really most of the time. I mean, of course I, I trusted my game and I knew that I could get to the finals and, but every match was hard. I mean, I I went six four in the third twice, in the round sixteen and the semifinal, and also had another three seven in the quarterfinal. So I mean, it was they're very close matches. So what what pulled you through those matches? Like what in you know your mental approach at three all in the third and any of those matches or a tight spot in in the third set? What do you think was the the reason that you pulled out those close third setters? Uh, I was very, I was very confident mentally, knowing that I put in so much work. I knew that that would that would show in my matches, since I took so much dedication doing those seven hours a day and those a bunch of those miles. I knew that I was very fit and that I could outlast the guys, and I really trusted my shots and I went for it at those big moments. And did you remind me? Did you play Kzu last year? No, I did not. So this was your first. Kzu and you come in and, and make a run all the way to the finals. Yeah. <laughs> was that a pretty unreal experience? I mean, were you like, uh, you know. It was amazing. I mean, the atmosphere was so nice there. I, I mean, they have an incredible facility there. You're signing autographs. I mean, it's it's really like not even a collegiate experience. It's almost like a professional experience there because you have a line judge on the court, right? Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> has it hit you yet that you you know you had that incredible run i mean yeah i'm it's it's sunk in a little bit but i mean i still need to keep working and so i can come back next year and do even better i love that mentality so what what are you working on in your game right now what what strokes is it still the conditioning aspect uh everything i mean there's always room to improve in everything that you do forehand backhand serves I mean, all of that can be improved. What about uh, the nutrition side? Or do you do anything in terms of, you know, I was talking to Zane a few weeks back, and he really focuses on his proteins and cutting out carbs out of the diet. Do you do any of that? Uh, no, I feel like I might I might have to, but no, I don't really focus too much on that. I got you. Well, I mean, you've got the conditioning component down anyway. Um, so, you know, what are some of your... Actually, I wanted to talk to you a bit about this. When did you decide to reclassify? Because you were in the class of 2020, right? Yeah. When did when did that decision, when did you make that decision? I think going into ninth grade, I'm pretty sure I moved. Because I've always been, when I was in eighth grade, or it said I was in seventh grade, because I'm very young for my grade. I'm still 15. I haven't even turned 16 yet. In November, I turned 16. I'm going in my junior, so... Technically, I could have been a sophomore, but uh, my parents put me in the junior, so I I thought of moving it forward because, I mean, that's probably the right thing to do. Yeah, because if you're already competing at that level, um, and now as a junior, the collegiate recruiting process starts as well. Do you have any, any idea where you want to go or where you'll look or what region of the country? Uh, no idea. I mean, I'm really open to many places and just see where we'll go. I mean, what are some of your short-term and long-term goals for the game? Well, I want to make a game where I'm a big hitter. I'm able to also outlast guys. I want to be quick, but 
I'm I'm planning on playing college, but I'd also like to go pro. That would be possible. So it depends on how good I am. When I'm about 18, we'll see what will happen with my tennis. Sure. Are you planning on Are you planning on getting into any ITFs or anything or anything this fall? Or what What's your schedule looking like? Uh, I don't think too much. I mean, I'm probably going to try to get into the U- U.S. Open juniors. Um, but no, I'm I don't really play many ITFs. I don't really travel too much for ITFs. Yeah. Well, because in, in California, you have plenty of of quality tournaments right around you, right? Yeah. I mean. So many strong players here. I don't really see the need to be traveling around the world for ITS. Yeah, I hear you. Um, in terms of your apparel, what kind of sticks? What strings? What do you, what are you rocking these days? Um, well, I wear I wear all Fila clothes, Fila shoes, and everything. And Babolat strings. I use VS Touch, which is the gut and RPM, and then I use the Babolat Pure Drive. Sure. So, are you sponsored? I'm sorry. Are you are you sponsored by Fila and, and Babolat or? Yeah. Yes, I am. Nice. What, how did that endorsement come to be? Like, is that have you always been sponsored by them, or was that a recent um, partnership? No. My Babolat. When I had a high enough ranking, then I asked them, and I met the requirements. But with Fila, my coach also had connections, so. He asked if they if they would like to sponsor me, and then they checked my ranking and everything, and they said that they'd like to. That happened about eight months ago, I'd say. Okay, nice, nice. And um, I I think I I was looking at at your um, you know, your schedule the last few months, and you played a tournament called the Mary Brimer, and you talked about that a little bit. It was, is that at your home club? Because that's your, your yeah. coach's last name's Brimer as well. It's Chuck Brimer, right? Yes, uh, I train at that exact club. So, I mean, I thought getting good quality matches right before Kalamazoo would be a good idea. Absolutely. So, it's the name of the website. Uh, we have to ask, and this mostly, you know, we, we've done interviews with Chris Eubanks and, and Will Blumberg and Adam Neff and Zane Khan, those guys. Um, and most of them have said that they they don't crack any of their rackets, but what's your cracked racket situation? Do you throw your racket quite a bit? Or? Uh, no, I've, I've never cracked my racket. I mean, my parents really, really are strict about good behavior, so I really try to have my best behavior doing matches. <laughs> Smart answer there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Stefan, we've got the uh, rapid-fire segment. How it works is I'm going to shoot off, you know, five to ten questions, and you're going to respond with a one-word answer. So, are you ready to rock? Yeah. All right, let's do it. So, uh, who's your favorite tennis player? Djokovic. Uh, if you were forced to give up a stroke in tennis, what would it be? Um, backhand volley. Favorite thing to do in your spare time, non-tennis related? Uh, hang out with friends. Favorite snack on the court? Power bars. Uh, favorite meal off the court? Burgers. Favorite drink on the court? Vitalite. Best tennis court surface? Hardcore. Most entertaining player on the tour right now? Um, Zverev. Uh, favorite TV show? Family Guy. Favorite video game? Oof. Don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite song to warm up to? Uh, Believer. By by who? Imagine Dragons. Favorite sports star, non tennis related? 
Russell Westbrook. Finish this sentence. My favorite thing about a fresh can of tennis balls is? No. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Stefan. Uh, you've been very generous with your time tonight. I know you have a tough schedule, tough training schedule, and, and uh, congratulations again on, on the uh, silver ball at KZU. That's pretty sweet. Sounds like you uh, put in a lot of a lot of time and effort to make that uh, make that run there. So thanks again, uh, and we'll talk soon, man. No problem. Thank you. All right, brother. Take care. That was a fun one, guys. Thanks for listening to my chat with Stefan. He's had an impressive junior tennis career so far, uh, to say the least. And we definitely plan on watching as he enters the collegiate recruiting process this year as a junior. And I know he mentioned that Stanford, USC, and UCLA are high on his list. So we wish the best of luck to Stefan moving forward this year. And thanks again for coming on next week. We have the number one player in the 2019 class, Taylor Johnson, and Arizona head coach Clancy Shields on. So we've got some great interviews on the horizon. We've also got IU commitment Patrick Fletchall, UVA commit Will Woodall, Ohio State freshman John McNally, ATP pro and former USC player and assistant coach Deaton Bauman, and much more. So Uh, We're not stopping now. We've got the uh, momentum going and just as always want to thank you and and appreciate all of your support. Uh, Please go subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and go like the Facebook page. Also, don't forget to rate and review our podcast at iTunes. You can now do that with the new Apple update. You can do that on, on your iPhone or your phone. So check that out. Review and rate us, please. That would be fantastic. And uh, also, be sure to look out. We've had a lot of inquiries about the T-shirts, the Cracked Rackets T-shirts. We will have an online store uh, where you can order those for $19 coming up next week. So be sure to check that out to order a couple shirts there. And uh, we will see you next time with Taylor Johnson. You will be good, but you will be more. You will be good, but you will be more.